Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 180 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Eight Benefits of a Retail Store Operations Manual. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So I feel like I haven't recorded like a regular podcast episode in so long. I just recently did a bonus episode and I had all the episodes leading up to the the Savvy Shopkeeper Planner and that was really fun. So I feel like I'm just starting to dig back in. With this episode, I am kicking off a series of podcast episodes on the topic of an operations manual. If you're in Master Shopkeepers or if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know I talk about a variety of indie retail topics, and I mean a wide variety. But one of my biggest strengths and maybe even my zone of genius is systems. Systems and processes are what allow me to get so much done in a reasonable amount of work time. Systems and processes are what give me the ability to still live a life outside of work and running two businesses. Systems and processes help me by giving me time so that I can enjoy hobbies, I can focus on self-care, and I can spend time with friends too. I can travel, I can do all the things. I have been talking about systems in one way or another for years, and one of my most popular presentations is titled The Well-Oiled Machine, Create Systems and Processes to Help Your Retail Business Run Efficiently. I have taught several variations of that presentation over the past few years, but it all started when I hosted the Retail CEO Challenge in 2020 and 2021. You can catch the podcast episode replays from that series in episodes 56 through 59. We will link them in the show notes. So I may host the challenge again in 2024. Some of you have asked for it, but I just think it's important to reference some of those systems and processes episodes that I've recorded in the past. Anyhow, I love this presentation because when I teach it, a light bulb starts to go off for indie retailers. They realize how much information they actually store in their brains. And keeping everything stored in your mind is a roadblock for growth. I want to say this one more time. Keeping everything stored in your mind is a roadblock for growth. So after I teach this presentation, store owners, they slowly start to document some of the systems in their businesses. And I love seeing, in particular, when Master Shopkeepers members, they start to share their wins in the group around this topic, around systems and processes in their business. And what happens is as you start to document, you might wonder, well, where does all of this information go and why am I documenting it? You may not realize that what you are doing when you start to create a simple checklist or a 10-step process for something, when you start to write all of that down 
or record it in a video, what you're doing is you're essentially building or starting to build what could be an operations manual. And operations manuals, they aren't just for corporations or for businesses with 100 plus employees. I think that's a big myth. I think, you know, independent or micro retailers think, oh, well, I don't have a business big enough for that. That's not really necessary. But I want to start to break that myth by sharing in today's episode why an operations manual is beneficial to independent retailers. An operations manual, it for especially for a retail store owner, it provides many benefits. I mean, it would be like a four-hour podcast episode instead of a 20-minute episode, but for the sake of a nice, short, and sweet episode, I'm going to share eight of them today, eight of the benefits. So number one is consistency. An operations manual ensures that you and your employees follow standardized procedures, meaning everyone's doing something or a particular task in your business the same way. It leads to consistent operations and consistent customer experiences. You don't want one customer to be treated one way or to get one particular answer on a subject and then another customer to get a completely different experience or a different answer for the same exact question, right? It outlines the specific steps to be taken in various situations. So it also reduces errors and confusion. Number two, training and onboarding. The manual serves as a valuable resource for training new employees and onboarding them efficiently. It really provides like just a good overview of the store's operations, your policies, your procedures, and it allows you to hire quickly and for your hires to understand their roles and responsibilities. You don't have to think about how you're going to onboard a new employee or train them every single time you bring on a new team member. It's already been established, right? This episode is brought to you by Master Shopkeepers, my mastermind group for brick and mortar retail store owners. If you're craving support, connection, inspiration, and motivation for your retail business, apply to join us. It doesn't matter what stage of shopkeeping you're in, what matters is your drive to work less, profit more, and grow, both personally and professionally. Learn more at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash group membership. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash group membership, all one word. Number three is efficiency and productivity. By documenting the most effective and efficient processes, an operations manual helps streamline really your daily operations. It gives employees clear guidelines on even the most simple tasks in your business, like opening and closing your store, inventory management, cash handling, customer service protocols. This clarity leads to increased productivity and reduced downtime. Number four is standardized customer experience. An operations manual can outline your desired customer service standards and expectations. And we all have these, especially when you own a store. It's it's really important to us how our team members communicate with and take care of our customers. An operations manual, it can include, like let's say, for example, guidelines on how to greet customers, how to assist them with questions, 
how to handle returns or exchanges, and definitely you want to address how to handle customer complaints. By ensuring consistent customer service practices, the manual helps create a really positive and reliable, like that's the one thing for me, a reliable shopping experience for our customers. We all know how important this is to us. Number five, reference and troubleshooting. The manual serves as a reference guide for employees to read and to check in on whenever they encounter something that might be unfamiliar with them or needs clarification. It can include troubleshooting tips, like you think about it, all the tech that we deal with. I think about a situation in my own store with our label printer for price tags. I know the couple of troubleshooting tips on the Dymo printer, but my nephew didn't. So that's something that I had to document. So if he needed to troubleshoot it, he would know how to troubleshoot it and he didn't have to reach out to me. This allows our team members to handle problems independently and efficiently without always having to ask us for help. Like, can you say less text messages and phone calls when you're working from home? (laughs) How many of you want that in your life? Number six, compliance and risk management. Of course, your operations manual would include policies and procedures related to some legal things, compliance, definitely safety protocols. Um, It helps ensure that the store operates within the bounds of applicable laws and regulations, and it just reduces risks, maybe sometimes even penalties or other legal issues. And yes, even this matters in a small business like ours. Number seven, succession planning and ability for growth. You want the ability to grow, right? So if you have an operations manual in place, your store becomes less reliant on one person's knowledge and expertise. Now that knowledge and expertise is shared with everyone on the team. It just makes it easier to train new staff. Um, It definitely facilitates like a smoother transition. Um, Hopefully it eliminates turnover. And it gives you the possibility to grow into multiple locations much more efficiently. Your manual can provide a blueprint for growth. And I think that's very powerful. Uh, Not to mention what an asset an operations manual can be when you're ready to exit your business. Number eight, continuous improvement. An operations manual is a living document for sure. I hosted a program last year, which I'm going to talk about soon, but I hosted a program last year, and I think in everyone's mind, it was like, well, when is this going to be done? It's never going to be done. As long as your business runs, you're constantly going to be updating it. It is a living document. It it is a living document that will be updated pretty consistently and with the overall goal of just improving the value of the operations manual. The benefit of that is that a living document um, gives you the ability to identify areas where you can make improvements, Uh, you'll definitely revise procedures, and you're going to want to incorporate feedback from employees and customers. That's what's going to constantly make the operations manual better. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, Open a Brick and Mortar Retail Store Checklist. If you're feeling overwhelmed, I get it. Get my checklist to help you get your thoughts and to-dos organized. Organized by topic, this checklist is the list I wish someone would have given me many years ago when I opened. 
Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash open checklist, all one word, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash open checklist. Sign up for my newsletter to get the checklist. Okay, so it's time to wrap this up. So I'm just going to quickly say the eight benefits again, because I know I can start to talk. And if you're distracted, if you're multitasking, you may be wondering, well, what were the eight benefits? So I'm just going to read them off quickly here to start to wrap up this episode. Number one, consistency. Number two, training and onboarding. Number three, efficiency and productivity. Number four, standardized customer experience. Number five, reference and troubleshooting. Number six, compliance and risk management. Number seven, succession planning and the ability for growth. And number eight, continuous improvement. So an operations manual may feel intimidating. Actually, I know it does because people say that to me all the time. It may also feel too corporate, especially if you come from a corporate background, your brain is going to want to resist this. It just might feel that way. But trust me, there are so many benefits for independent retailers to implement something like this. And if you take the Savvy Shopkeeper quiz, you'll learn out of the five stages that if you want to get to that fifth and final stage, the retail CEO stage, this is one task that you'll definitely want to tackle and that will put you into the retail CEO stage. And the the faster you do it or the the sooner you get on board with this, the easier it's going to be. Because what happens is people who are in stage four or stage five, when I introduce the idea of an operations manual, they already feel really overwhelmed because they've maybe been in business for two years or more, whatever it may be. They have multiple team members. They already have systems and processes, but now they have to kind of like piece it all together. I actually think it's genius if you start to implement or build your operations manual from early on, but it can apply to all five stages. Regardless of the stage that you're in, whether you're in stage one, two, three, four, or five, I do find that when when indie retailers start to consider building their operations manual, it feels overwhelming. I know I've said this a few times. So that's why I'm doing this podcast series. And during next week's episode, episode 181, that's the second part of the series, I'm going to share five systems every brick and mortar store owner should document because it's going to be helpful for your business. Not because I want to should you, uh, but because it's genuinely helpful. If you found this podcast helpful or if you know this series is going to be helpful with someone, please share it with a retail business friend. Or leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcast. I really appreciate it. And I want to start to share some of the recent podcast reviews that I got a couple weeks ago. And I will do that hopefully in next week's episode. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, including the episodes from previous Retail CEO Challenge, um, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 180. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 180. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.